in the place to be, it's your boy, the battery in your back, Denicio Del Toro. I am here. What's going on? How is everything? Yes, we're still alive. Donald Trump did not kill us. Yes, we are still here and nothing has changed. Hope everything is going well. Please, if you're a new listener, I appreciate you pressing play. I'm actually in Manhattan recording at a secret location. Cannot divulge where I am, but I am on uh, location and I have a special guest in the studio with me today. So I'm, I'm happy about that and we'll get to him in a minute. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I have gotten my note seven has died. <laughs> I'm about to cry. I really, I'm about to, I'm about to shed a tear. My note seven has gone bye-bye. They, they forced Samsung, forced me to get rid of this note seven. I now have an LG V20. Um, listen, I'm, I'm highly impressed by what it does. Uh, it's, it's fairly, you know, the, the specs are great. I can remove the battery. It can add a new battery. Uh, has an SD card, so I'm highly impressed. However, moment is moment of silence for the uh, Note 7 and its pen, please, because uh, I spent good money, uh, saved money up all year to get the brand new Note 7. I was excited; I had it for a couple weeks, and uh, of course, Samsung had to uh, make some uh, make make a bad batch. So it happens. Whoop the effing do! So I'm on the uh, LG V20, going against the grain. Didn't bite into the fruit of Apple. And Samsung uh, fucked me over. So, moving right along. So, yes. So, we have a new president that's going to be sworn in more than likely in January. Uh, Donald J. Trump. Uh, if you don't know uh, how I feel currently about Mr. Trump, please give me about uh, 30 seconds to let you know how I feel about him, please. Thank you. <clears throat> he is a very special man. He uh, comes off as a uh, racist. He comes off as a bigot. He comes off as a sexist. He comes off as an orange tanned idiot. And that's just not me just making this up. This is uh, watching him over months on TV, CNN, Fox News, talking gibberish about things and, and, and talking about my president, uh, Barack Obama, and how he doesn't have a birth certificate. And, and, and now he's sitting across from Mr. Obama, uh, shaking his hand and, and, the, and, and President Obama now has to welcome this man into the White House. I don't know how I feel about it. Well, let me tell you how I feel actually about the the Donald actually winning the election. Listen, the times have changed now. Experience is not needed to do anything. Uh, clearly, lawyer, doctor, etc. There are things you need experience for. But now, in this day and age, 2017, no experience is needed. Go for yours. You want to be a stripper? Jump on a pole. You want to? You want to be a cop? Hey, who needs? A, who needs a gun? Just go out and just arrest some people and take them down to the precinct. Who cares? Uh, this is this is part of the game now. All right, we we're, we're it's a new day and age. And let me close by saying, in terms of the uh, Donald Trump uh, topic, let me close by saying, Kanye West, twenty twenty. I approve that message. Hallelujah. I think that I think that'll work. I mean, what do you got to lose to have Kanye in the White House, twenty twenty, baby? What do you have to lose? All right. Now, with me today is a very special guest. Uh, I've known this guy for a couple of years now. Um, he's uh, he's taking some he's taking some ass whoopings uh, from me in Mortal Kombat. Um, I don't I don't any lie that he says is incorrect. Mortal Kombat Street Fighter. He's taking some else. Um, this gentleman is co CEO of one of the premier. 
um, a basketball tournament in New York City, which takes place at Orchard Beach in Bronx, New York. Um, again, he's the co-CEO of Hoops in the Sun, also known as Hits. I have today Randy. What's up, man? How you doing? Is that your bedroom voice? Is that? <laughs> well, I mean, you, I, I was somber about the whole Note Seven, so sorry to hear about your Note Seven. Oh, now you want to now you want to show empathy? <clears throat> okay. And then you said I've, we've only known each other for a couple of years, but when you do the math, I've known you for seventeen. So, so that's more than a couple. Yeah, we we go way back, like way jungle, back, Jungle Jim in the Sandlot. So. So uh, today, the reason why Randy's on today, this is the NBA edition, okay? This is Randy's, you know, Randy's been around basketball for a long time. So, ladies and gentlemen, for those that don't know Randy, um, clearly uh, your dad played ball. Rest in peace to your pops. Your dad played ball, and uh, your brother played ball. Um, you played ball as well as you've watched basketball for a long time. So just give uh, give us a little bit of a background of um, your basketball uh, ex- you know, information, experience, and uh, what you have in terms of uh, running this tournament in uh, Orchard. Uh, you know, um, my dad had an idea back in uh, 1999. He was uh, the regional sales manager for a company called Jennifer Convertibles. And um, he would go all over the country and one time in I think in the summer of 99 he went to California um LA day off he went to Venice Beach and he was just having a good time and saw you know what was going on with the ambiance of people having a good time the beach the boardwalk all the restaurants and stores and uh he came back home and uh he said hey fellas I, I, I may have a crazy idea but I think we can do it and we said you know what you know what was that and he said he he wants to do a, a basketball tournament at uh, Orchard Beach, and the reason why Orchard Beach was significant because that that was his favorite hideout. Um, every summer that he took uh, my mom and my brother since we since we were little, so Orchard Beach is kind of like our second home. And he figured, hey, if I'm gonna if the West Coast has um, what they have with Venice Beach, we're gonna try our best to kind of emulate that here on the East Coast. And Orchard Beach at that time was going through uh, a major uh, renovation. Yes, a transition. Definitely. A major transition, kind of upgrading the courts and the back and the, the backboards and everything at that time back in uh, 2000. So um, fast forward, we're, we're about to this summer coming up, I think uh, year 18. So it just kind of shows you how <laughs> – it kind of shows you how fast – Tom goes, but, um, you know, like you said, he passed away back in 04 and my brother and I have been doing our, our best to keep it going and, you know, live out his legacy, but also carving up our own legacy. So we've been doing this on our own and our staff for maybe 11 years. So, um, again, 2017 will be year 18 for us and, uh, I can't wait. Do me a favor, just, uh, off the top of your head, uh, Tell the people, um, NBA basketball players that have come to hits and played. Um, played, um, Kimba Walker. Um, nah, I'm drawing a blank. Kimba Walker, Ron Artest, which is Metal World Peace now. Um, well, there were, yeah, they've been, there have been many, many. There have been many. Many, but you have, and then also you have, you have street ball legends 
that you know obviously the, the mm-hmm. summer summer uh, summer tour circuit uh, if you will they they hit all the uh, summer leagues in the in the city and they come and they play so you have the best of the best at that at the at the tournament right and and there's also NBA guys that have been there just to kind of check out the ambiance like like a Joe Kim Noah like a Tracy McGrady um you know so many countless others that have graced the court and um, I always tell our fans that we really appreciate them doing that because they don't have to do it. They don't have to play. They got multi-year, multi-dollar, multi-million-dollar contracts. Guaranteed. Um, <laughs> that it's like, hey, you want to play? Great. But if not, it's cool as long as you uh, just go out there, say what's up to the fans. We have a lot of uh, youth out there from ages ten to to nineteen now. So just letting the youth see people that they see on tv for free and kind of give it back it it, it it definitely means a lot but if they play it also means more so it kind of brings like you know the tournament is 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 there it's on the map and it's a prime spot and a prime location for current or former nba players to play but um it, it's a little weird nowadays because not a lot of guys tend to play on, on the concrete and that's right un- very um understandable but you never know. We we always hope for for a player or two to come out there. Not saying they have to be a five time All Star, but any anybody who's in the league that wants to uh, come out there and show love and support, uh, we greatly appreciate that. That's you, listen. I applauded you earlier. I I think uh, the commitment for eighteen years, the commitment for you guys to uh, put this tournament on, and and now that I think about it, I played in the fir- very first tournament i played in the very first tournament a long time ago uh, that's it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's but you played hey that's, listen that's all that matters two championships listen i just want to establish <laughs> something i played i had a good time i got roughed up and then once i got roughed up a couple of times i told i told his brother joe shout out to joe i said uh uh-huh. so listen joe uh these are big men I'm playing with now, and I, I don't think this is gonna work. So, uh, and it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> I think we, aside from the competition, is like, like I love y'all, man, but it's hot outside. <laughs> this is pre right. This is pre tents over the benches. This is pre yeah, pre tents over the benches. Pre tents over everything. So pre ten foot trees covering, showing some shade, but it's like. You know, it, it, people have told us it, it, it's the gift and the curse. It's like, yo, it, it's great, it's it, but it's too hot. You know, don't give me two o'clock games. Don't give me four o'clock games. I'm like, if I give you a twelve o'clock game, it's, it's gonna be even worse. No, I, twelve nothing, o'clock is strictly the sun. Twelve yeah. one o'clock yeah. are like, yeah, that's the strictly you know, the sun. That's lava in the middle of July. That's lava. That's could lava. be brutal. Yeah, that's lava. So, but again, I applaud you and what you've done. Um, at hits uh hits hoops in the sun it's it's a it's a great ride and i appreciate you guys uh doing it for the youth and doing it for the culture of basketball so thank you having stated all that we're here to talk nba's nba edition with uh randy from uh Cosio from hoops in the sun um i you know i want to pick his brain and see uh we're going to talk nba now and uh, see uh what his ideas are in terms of uh what's been going on in the league so Let's just open it up to, um, you know, so far we've, we're early in the league. We're early in the games. Right. We're early in the game. So just give me uh, give me your first your, your, your first thoughts about the where the, you know, w- what you've seen around the league. Um, what I've seen so far that we might be on another, uh, another collision course with the Cavaliers and the Warriors. Um, the Clippers and the Spurs can make it 
little interesting out there in the Western Conference. Um, as it stands today, the Clippers are first in the Western Conference. The Warriors are third. Um, I like what I've seen with teams that you thought may not be doing that well, like the Lakers. Um, a, a, a plethora of young talent, new head coach. A lot of people said maybe two, three years to kind of, you know, get in the playoff hunt. I, I, I don't know if they'll make the playoffs or be near it this year, but I think just by watching them, they're a little uh, ahead of the process. And if, I think if they remain healthy, um, they can really compete out there maybe in the next year or two. Uh, but, you know, it is the NBA. You just, you just never know what's going to happen. They might shock everybody. Um, before everything started, I said on Twitter that, you know, if I had my eight teams in the Eastern Conference, the Charlotte Hornets were not one of them. And I looked today, they're second in the Eastern Conference. And I felt like losing Al Jefferson, Jeremy Lin, Courtney Lee were going to hinder them. I look now, and I think they might, they might be playing better than ever. They're shocking a lot of people. They're 6-1. Um, again, very early, but that that's one team that I thought may not be in the playoff hunt this year, looking at all the um, people that have defected. So like the Miami Heat, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. Um, they lost Joe Johnson. They lost Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh with the health issue. So a lot of things are changing in the Eastern Conference. Right now, the Cavaliers seem to be the dominant team. Um, I like what uh, Atlanta is doing. I think Dwight Howard is playing very well so far. Again, if he if he remains healthy, he can do some real damage out there with Atlanta. Uh, in the Western Conference, like I mentioned, the Clippers, the San Antonio Spurs, and, and I, hey, and at you got to give it up to to Russell Westbrook. The guy is damn near averaging a triple double. They're six and one. They're t- I didn't have a better record than the Warriors. Russ, Russ, what up, Daddy? Russell, <laughs> Russell. Well, Russell. I think three guys in the Western Conference are really making um, the that that impact and that noise. And that's Russell Westbrook. That's James Harden, who's who's currently averaging a triple double. N- nothing on the round off. He's really averaging. A triple-double. And Damian Lillard in, in Portland. You know, the guys four or five years in, multiple-time All-Star, got upset when he did not make an All-Star team last year. Um, So you knew he was going to come in with, with, with a chip on his shoulder. And right now, if you look at it, he's averaging 30 points a game. So can he keep that up? I hope so. He's very, you know, fun, you know, entertaining to watch. I like what Portland has. But I think so far in the first couple of weeks, um... You're seeing a lot of great, fun, entertaining basketball. And I think when it comes down to it, it might be the Cavs. It might be the Warriors. But I think both are going to have to work very hard near the end. Uh, listen, I, I everything you said, I'm going to just piggyback off because there's a couple of things. Uh, you definitely went uh, the places that you went. I definitely. Uh, and I forgot my next two. Yeah. So, oh, listen. All right. First and foremost, I want to say, listen, there's a reason why football uh, viewership is declining. Okay, and basketball viewership is on is always increasing because you have, you know, the, the you know, let's let's be clear. These referees and the rules in football and NFL, 
are just are just you know diminishing the entertainment value of the whole entire product. And don't get me wrong, you'll have you know, with the NBA, you'll have a ref here and there make some mistakes. But other than that, the players decide the games. The players decide, you know, minus a suspension or two, a, a injury here and there. The players decide. So listen, the NBA is is it's in a great position where it is now. Uh, just thoughts initially before we get into you know uh, playoffs MVP. Uh, you know, overpaid. We'll, we'll talk some more, but in terms of uh, what I've seen, uh, John Wall, uh, what's going on, bro? You okay? Is it is everything okay? I just want to know because uh, I just saw a clip of you literally clotheslining uh, Smart uh, from Boston, and you got ejected the night before. Are you upset now that you're losing? Does Bradley Beal need to be traded? I think there's something something's going on in Washington. I don't know. Let me ask you, Randy, is Whitman still there? The coach? I don't own? No, Scott Brooks is the coach. Okay, okay. So listen. The the, the something's yeah. off. And to your point about Bradley Beal, I you know, the, he just signed a five year hundred and twenty five whatever million dollar contract. Get this money. So the the, the <laughs> likelihood of him getting traded is very you know, All right, well, listen, very low right now, but uh, listen, that, but okay, so maybe just picking, picking brain, picking people's brains, picking your brain. It, so maybe, maybe John Wall wants to leave Washington. Maybe he's trying to force his way out of there because I don't think John Wall. I think John Wall is. I think Bradley Beal's getting paid more than John Wall, from what I remember, mm-hmm. in terms of the uh, contracts. So maybe he's trying to get you know. Forces forces hand out. Um, yes, when you mentioned James Harden um, last night, I watched him obliterate the San Antonio Spurs, and I mean, he's just so effortless. You know, he just he skips down court with his left hand, and then you know he. But it's so effortless. And and say what you want about Mike D'Antoni. You know, say no D Antoni, no defense. Say what you want, Randy. I know you're not a big fan. That boy turned James Harden into Steve Nash 3.5. <laughs> he turned, and, and that, but think about that for a second. Kevin McHale was like, you know, point guards, point guards, point guards, you know, right. bring the ball up to uh, James Harden, ISO, go ahead. And then obviously he had Dwight to worry about. But with D'Antoni's there, he's just like, no, forget all that. You're, the, you're, the, you're our best ball handler. You're our best decision maker. You're our best shooter. Why don't you handle the ball 99% of the time? You decide who gets the ball, when, and how they get the ball. And you just said he's averaging a triple-double. Like, he had, like, uh, 20-something points, 10 rebounds, and 16 assists. Against the Spurs. 16 assists. I think, if I'm not mistaken, uh, you had uh, Kawhi Leonard guarding James Harden majority of the time. And, you know, Kawhi did his thing too as well. But sweet baby Jesus, James Harden is balling out in the West. And, uh, yes, you mentioned um, the Lake Show. Lake Show is young. They're vibrant. They're vibrant. And clearly, Luke, oh, uh, Luke, I am your father. Clearly, Luke is uh, showing that he has the, uh, the respect of the mm. players. He'll, it'll be easy for him to bench them because they're young. Right. And then going back to Harden, I, I was trying to make sure about the triple-double. Uh, 31, 13, and 
eight. <laughs> so he, he, he he's close. He, he's close. Yo. And for him to do that, and going back to Mike D'Antoni, like one, I, I I've I've been a fan of Mike D'Antoni. Um, you know, I know, I know how his tenure ended here with New York was difficult, but you know, he took Steve Nash and Amari Stoudemire, made them into perennial all stars. Steve Nash was already an all star with the Mavericks, but he, he wasn't, wasn't he yeah. wasn't on the level as being the MVP of the two league. times, two time back to back MVP. He made Joe Johnson a better player. Sean Marion. Sean Marion a better player. He made Quentin Richardson a better player. Absolutely. He made Boris Diaw a better player. Boris Franz. He made Barbosa a better player. The blur. And f- twice the Phoenix Suns got to the Western Conference Finals. Quite frankly, I think if if Robert Horry doesn't hip check Steve Nash and Amari gets off that bench. He doesn't get suspended, and actually, Phoenix goes to the goes to the NBA Finals that year against San Antonio. So, quite and, I, and I think that was the first round because they got to the conference finals, and and that's when Amari had like thirty five a game against Duncan. He was ball. And yeah. then in twenty ten, they lost to the Lakers. This is when Amari had two good knees. Two good knees. Hallelujah. Yeah. So like, I think. James Harden is benef- uh, you know, benefiting well from Mike D'Antoni's system. You could say about him, the team not playing defense, but now you got James Harden, who people thought was just a ball hog that, that, that doesn't want to pass and wants to score at a time. Now you really can't say nothing. Again, it's early, but he's averaging 13 assists per game, and they're winning games without Dwight Howard and all the guys that, that they brought in before. Um I think you got to give D'Antoni and, and James Harden credit one for James Harden to even go from the two to the one and have that commitment. Like you're the point guard, you got to get not only yourself but get others involved. And I think it's it's paying well, uh, paying off well for them so far. Yeah, I mean, you, you it's a definitely a transition, and uh, you know, D'Antoni clearly, like I said, D'Antoni sat him down and said, "You're the you're our best hope for us to even make the playoffs, so have at it. I just want to also take some time to uh, give uh, the proper attention to the Knicks that they deserve, seeing that we are New York, New Yorkers, New York natives, and uh, you are a Knicks fan. I am not a – ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I just want to let you know when people ask me uh, what team do you rep, I don't rep a team. I love the NBA as a whole, as a whole soap opera. I love, I love the NBA. The reason why I don't rep a team is because when the team loses, a lot of you folk jump, jump ship, like the Titanic is sinking. Y'all just jump ship and go to a different team. Or if a player gets traded immediately, that's not your team. I'm not a fair weather fan like that. I love the NBA in general, but because I'm in New York City, I have friends like Randy, who are Knicks fans. That's I like right. to, I like to uh, I like to talk a little trash about them, but it's not trash. So, first and foremost, let's start from the beginning in terms of the Knicks. Um, do you think Carmelo Anthony is the fifteenth best player in the league, as ranked by, I believe, Slam Magazine? Slam it was either Magazine. Slam. It was either Slam or someone else did did a ranking, and you know. You know, obviously ESPN in their rankings, Kobe's always been low, and he's always told them to go kick rocks with open toe sandal. But please, Carmelo Anthony, number fifteen. Your thoughts, sir? Well, Kobe was like what ninety two one year. <laughs> <laughs> he was a century. Kobe Bryant, uh, and, and I think recently, 
ESPN had Melo 31. Okay, I'm going to let you go before I go because I have some thoughts. I think, honestly, I think Melo is good where he's at. Um, I mean, you, you have to look at who's ahead of him. I mean, right now, off the top, I have scratch paper right here, and I did it with somebody the did it with somebody the other day, and I said to them, I said uh, we were arguing, and I said, as a matter of fact, no, what it was was first take Stephen A. Mm-hmm. and Max Kellerman were going back and forth, and Max doesn't Max thinks Melo's overrated, yada yada yada. And obviously, Stephen A. is a Melo fan. But they were naming the names, and mm. I'm just like, okay, so let's just let's just just do this. Let's play this game, ladies and gentlemen. Play along, please, if you can. Okay, so name players you would pick overall before Mello. Go. <laughs> this is easy. I'll help you. I'll help based you on who I, who I like to see, or just based on the the, the, no, the we're talent. Talking about, we're talking about strictly talent. They said that Mello, strictly talent wise, in the NBA is. 15th to me he's top 10 and i'll go through some names here just to help you out pick me up if you will all right okay we know lebron's on there lebron kevin durant kd steph curry 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 juice we even, <laughs> don't even waste no time for curry juice uh westbrook westbrook so that's that's right now four that's four Kawhi. okay yeah Kawhi. Kawhi, okay. yeah, Kawhi, Kawhi can get okay. there. Kawhi, okay. That's five players right there. Five players that I've picked, okay, that's that off the rip. Um, Damian Lillard? And he was, he was above Carmelo. Him? Uh, I, listen, I... I um, James Harden? James, add, add James Harden right now. Okay. What, Ann Davis? Anthony Davis, I'll add him. A healthy Ann Davis? Yeah, yeah Anthony Davis. You, yeah. I got him. Did you see that first game? 46, I believe you dropped. Yeah, 50. 50, <laughs> 17 rebounds. and Light. Light. <laughs> a, a fantasy owner's dream. Um, Light. All right. So How it, many is that? Um, oh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight. Boogie Cousins. You're going to pause on that. No, but I, I, no, no, I would say yeah because okay. when it comes to big, best big man in the game, he, Cousins, he, he's up there. Right? Boogie Cousins. Okay. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. That's nine players. Okay. Blake Griff before Mello? That might what Chris Paul's above Mello? All right. I'll put CP3 there. I'll put CP3 there. It's still one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. That's top ten right there. Mm-hmm. Okay. But he's not fifteenth. 15th? But then who comes off? Well, this is okay. You're saying by talent. Top, top 10, right. So, um, it, this LeBron, KD, Curry, no no particular order. LeBron, KD, Curry, Westbrook, Kawhi, Damian, James Harden, Anthony Davis, Boogie Cousins, CP3. I would take Melo before Boogie Cousins because of more of a uh, impact on the game in terms of the center. It's not the center. It's not a center's game anymore, clearly. But um, I my, my pe- two people I would probably take off and put Melo in. Not in any order. Boogie or Damian Lillard. People have to understand, Melo is an offensive juggernaut. Sit Kobe Bryant down and ask him who's the toughest cover. Who's he going to say? Melo. He did say that. Look it up. Sit LeBron James down and ask him who's your toughest cover. You know what he'll say? And you know what he did say? 
mellow. This is not something I'm making up, guys, okay? This guy's six foot eight, two and change. He can post. He can dribble to the left. He can dribble to the right. He has a handle. He can pull up from three. He can pull up from 30. He has a mid-range game. He can finish with the left. He can finish with the right. He can shoot free throws. People act like that's not a major deal. However, yes, his defense is lacking. Okay. Defense me, Spence. All right, so so what? He 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 can't play defense. But listen, a lot of offensive power, offensive juggernauts had problems playing on the defensive end. Okay, you can't get Michael Jordan every single time. All right, or Kobe, you can't get that every. Or LeBron, you can't get that every time. However, you do recall the United States team that Kobe was on with. Uh, excuse me, that Melo was on with Kobe, LeBron. D Wade, Chris Bosh. Remember that? Remember that? Uh, I believe Westbrook was on that team too. Remember that USA team? Okay. Remember how Melo was balling through that whole entire? They said Melo was the best player all around on the USA team. Okay. Yeah, he was playing against inferior talent, but he was still the best player on the best team in the world. Randy, I knew I forgot somebody. Paul George. You picking Paul George over Melo? I'm. I'm Wait, let me, let me take a swig of this lemonade and let you think about that. Hold on. But be, 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 all right, before we go into that, these were the, these were the people that were picked above Melo. We we know the usual suspects already. Right. But we forgot Blake Griffin was above him. Clay Thompson was above him. Kyrie Irving was above him. And then we forgot Paul George. So that's four people. Kyrie. Kyrie is one thing. Clay. I love you, Clay. I love you. But you have nothing. You can't see mellow. Okay. Moving forward. But Clay Thompson, Clay Thompson and Paul George play a better defense than Carmelo Anthony. That's fair. That is, that is, that, is that a fact? That's fair, yes. Okay, so and Paul George and Clay Thompson also do well on offense. See, that's what I was trying to tell you. See, you have the defensive scale tipped. Right. True. Offensively, Paul George and Klay Thompson aren't in Melo's stratosphere. So today, today, we're going. You're going Melo over Paul George today. Right now, right now, right now. I'm picking right now. If they said, "Oh, are you going to pick Melo? Melo's in a box. Paul George in a box. I'm picking Melo over Paul George. Paul George can't post. Paul George can't can't pull from thirty. Paul George can't put your Four in the grinder, your four position, your power forward in the grinder. He can't put a small forward in the grinder. He can't listen. The, the when you're I'm listening when you're offensively talented as Melo, it kind of tips the scale. Okay, listen, what's going on, Melo? The Knicks. Okay, New York native. Let me just be very, very, very clear. Um, New York has gone through a long transitional period, um, but what I'm seeing right now. Um, initially, at the beginning of the season, I had optimism. They picked up D Rose. They picked up Courtney Lee. They picked up um, Noah. I had optimism. I really did. I was like, oh, this is going to be good. Hopefully, Derek Rose, cross fingers, stays healthy. Uh, Noah, cross fingers, stays healthy. And then I, I realized, obviously, there really isn't a bench. The Knicks don't really have a bench. Mm-hmm. They picked up Brandon Jennings. He's He's been a spark plug here and there. But um, listen, the Knicks do not play defense. They're dead last in the league in defense, from what I remember. They're dead last. 
I have them making the playoffs. Me too. I I I tell people that I think I think the Knicks. It's not a matter of will. I think they should make the playoffs. They with that with that roster and that upgrade. I mean, Noah Rose Jennings Courtney Lee. No matter what people say, is an upgrade from what you had last complete, year. Complete upgrade. Complete upgrade. Complete upgrade. You get a former Defensive Player of the Year. You get a former MVP. You get two All Stars. Um, a guy Jennings when he's on fire can get can really go off, and a, and Courtney Lee a guy that can uh, is a knockdown shooter, and can play defense. So now, you see what happened with Miami. They're not making the playoffs. No, um, no they're cooked down there. They're done. They're finished. You see Charlotte lose guys, but right now they're still playing as good. That's good coaching too as well. Um, Boston little struggle in the beginning. I think Al Horford. Is out for a couple of games with the the whole concussion thing. So, um, Atlanta playing better than, than than what I expected. You still got Chicago with with the addition of Rondo and and D, and D Wade. Um, and then it's, it's basically a toss up between New York, your Detroit, Milwaukee is going to be in, um, in the mix. Um, you know, Cleveland and Toronto are going to be up up at the top. Indiana vastly improve. So if the Knicks make the playoffs, you know, which I think they should, it's going to be between five and eight. They can't go one through four. I think it's too much of a of a hill to climb. I mean, if you want to be, if you want home court in the playoffs, that means you have to be better than or just as good as Toronto, just as good as the Celtics, who were fifth last year. Just just as good as Atlanta, who was in uh, fourth last year, and can they do that if they healthy and, and Melo does his thing and KP keeps keeps rising and Derrick Rose plays someone like the MVP of 2011, you got a shot. But if you're a Knicks fan, are you more happy or content of just making the playoffs as a six seven seed and be like, hey, you know what, we made it? But uh, we'll sell some first round tickets, and we'll see you next year. Or do you really want to go in there and compete and maybe make a second round? The last time that happened was 2013, and they lost it to, to, to the Pacers. This team, this team is uh, second in this, this. The way it's constructed now, it's second round and bust. Okay, now if we're gonna go look, if we're looking at predictions for playoffs, all right, starting the East. Knicks, Cavs, Miami is not making it. No. Atlanta, yeah. Charlotte, Indiana, Shy, and Toronto. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You're missing one. And last year, Detroit was was the eighth seed. Well, Detroit. And you have Boston there, right? You know what? I do not. So then, then Boston. So, so let's, yeah, Boston. So we have Knicks, Cavs, Boston's one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven. Well, actually, see, I have seven, eight. I have eight teams here: mm-hmm. Knicks, Cavs, Boston, Atlanta, Charlotte, Indiana, Chicago, and Toronto. Somebody's not making it. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Somebody's. And that's it. why I was saying Charlotte at the beginning may not make it, but I mean they look good. Yeah, I mean they made it last year. Then they made it to a game seven, so you have to give them the benefit of the doubt. So as of right now, they're still in that mix. They're gonna be in that mix. Let me tell you something. But I think for the Knicks to make it, one of those teams like Detroit or Boston or something like that if, is going to have to come out 
and who's that gonna if, be? Let me tell you something. I, let me just let you listener let you listener know and let you Randy Randy. I'm gonna let you know this. If if Charlotte or Detroit, if Charlotte or Detroit make the playoffs and the Knicks do not, everyone should be fired. <laughs> let me I'm telling you, listen, listen. There's no reason on this good green earth that Charlotte or Detroit makes the playoffs and the Knicks don't make the playoffs. That is crazy if that happens. Now, I know it's early, but the Knicks don't look good. They don't look good at all. Maybe practice will help. Maybe practice. I'm talking about practice. Practice. Maybe practice will help. I don't think so. All right. And then you know again it's 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 seven games, <clears throat> they're three and four at the moment. They beat Brooklyn last night. Um, <laughs> it's fucking Brooklyn, you got you got they beat Lo- Brooklyn last you got night. Lopez shooting threes, my God, what has the game turned to? So my thing is, hey, you know, you, you, basically you have to win every game you should win, and that's been the Knicks' problem where. If San Antonio or, or Golden State comes to town and you want to play well, but then like when Denver rolls into town, you don't play to your potential. Or Brooklyn or Milwaukee, you, you whoever's on the schedule for a team that you sh- you should be, you you got to beat them. Did you watch the Chicago game? The Knicks playing the Knicks last play Friday. Yeah. yeah. Did you see see that Knicks team? That Knicks team. That's the Knicks team that people want to see every single night. Every single night, but that's that's the problem. They they do it well for one game, and then they come back and they lose. Uh, they lost to somebody right after that. I think I, they lost to. Uh, they, they lost to Utah. They lost to yeah, Gordon. Gordon, Gordon was they Gordon. lost to Utah. But now I'm not saying Utah's not good because they are very good, and as a team that could be a sleeper out west, they they missed the playoffs by one game last year. So you mean to tell me that they can't make the playoffs by just by. One more game? Well, we're about to talk about the West right now. So so to wrap up on the East, I think the Knicks should make the playoffs. If they don't, it'll be a, a big a big disappointment. Like Something like XY has to be hurt or out for the year or something like that crazy for them to not make the playoffs. Dogs, if, if, they're, they, if they're all healthy. If they're all healthy and they, they do don't not make, make it, the playoffs. Then I can say it's a big disappointment. They – Rambus has to go. Phil has to go back out west, and uh, we gotta look into a whole. But new then my thing is, do you blame Phil? You, you, fucking right. <laughs> you, but he brought in these guys. Uh, shit. Well, I mean, now. But my yeah. thing is, if they if they all remain healthy, they play out all. Not saying they're gonna play all eighty two, but nobody misses significant time. I don't think D Rose gonna play all eighty two. He might get seventy. Noah might get 65, 70. Melo might get 75, but you're playing majority of, of the year. And if you if you don't make the playoffs, because by February, the talk is going to be, well, who can we get at a trade deadline? Well, that's what I was going to say before we move on to the West. The the February trade deadline, in order for this, right now this is a playoff team. This is a the, barely making it play, based on what I'm seeing, barely making it playoff team. Getting out the first round, maybe even the second, uh, getting bumped in the first or second round. In order for them to even 
think that they're going to be able to play against the Cleveland Cavaliers. They're going to have to have a big-time trade. Phil's going to have to make a phone call, something, grease somebody's palm, buy somebody a car, give, give away one of his rings, something to get something in return. I mean, maybe a trade for Boogie Cousins. I don't know what pieces they can pull together. Who do you got? <laughs> Who do you have? Who do you have? For I, don't that? Know. I don't know. I don't know. Let me know I so I, I can. I don't know. That's the only find out. That's the only rational thing I I think would would put the Knicks over an edge would be a, a legitimate dominant big man in the East to to combat now LeBron. Right. Your boogie cousins. You save Anthony Davis out of New Orleans if that was to ever happen. Yeah, but then. This is what Knicks fans always talk about every year. New coach, what's, are, are we going to make the playoffs? And who who can we get at the trade deadline? That's always been the three things Knicks fans, you know, including me, talk about. February, January, you know, we you know we're down twelve games under five hundred. Man, who's out there? Who who can we trade? What if we trade <laughs> Melo and Lance Thomas and, and, and we start doing our own, our own trade machine? And that's. And that's bad because every single year we're always like, if we're not going to make the playoffs, who can we trade for in February? And it's it's, it's got to be a time where you got to be more optimistic. Like, you know what? I think this team is good enough to make the playoffs and we'll get somebody in free agency that wants to come here, not trade our youth and our, and our, our, our athletes at, in February to get somebody who is a veteran or aging star because that's that's always happened. You mean like the trade for Iman Shumpert and J.R. Smith to And all they got was draft picks for that. <sighs> and not, not, now they're NBA champions. It's, listen. Okay. It's going to make – the Knicks going to make me depressed. Okay. The west, <laughs> the west side. The west side uh-huh. where they ride. Clippers, San Antonio, Golden State, OKC, Memphis, Portland, Dallas, Utah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Did I miss anybody? Hmm. Say it again. Clips, LA Clippers, San Antonio Spurs, Golden State Warriors, Oklahoma City, Memphis Grizzlies, Portland Trailblazers, Dallas Mavericks, and the Utah Jazz. Did I miss anybody? I'm not I'm not I'm not too sold on Memphis and Dallas. I think the way things are going now, you might have to consider the Houston Rockets. Um, so I think they're gonna take somebody's spot. I, I, I Memphis man, I they with, signed Conley, they got Marcus Soul, but not impressed with Zach I, Randolph coming off the, the bench. West not, not impressed with Vince Carter to play. Just make the playoffs. Don't make the big. Not Vince, 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 forty-year-old Carter dropping twenty points off the bench. You're not excited about that whatsoever. No, but as a fan, I would rather see Houston than than both Dallas oh, and Memphis. One hundred percent correct. But I think I don't think I think the way unless James Harden is in complete, completely the best shape of his life. I don't see him sustaining this for the whole year. It's a long season. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't see him sustaining this till play April playoff time. I don't see him sustaining it. I see him running down. He's gonna need help. And from what, like I said, from what I saw him playing with yesterday, Ariza, Nene, uh, he, he has a bunch of ragtag guys that are, you know they're great defensively. Offensively, there's a lot to there's a lot uh, to look for. I mean, it'll be tough, but I think. I think you know you can't count out the Mavericks. I I know that they got Bogey, they got Barnes. They picked up Barnes. Barnes is balling. Dirk, yeah, he's he's still around. 
but JJ Barea, Barea, Mosquito, Wesley Matthews. I Wesley get it. Matthews, man, they they're loaded. Uh, uh, D. Will, Darren Williams is uh, still around. Listen, that, 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 don't don't talk to me. To me, they're, to me, they're, they're better than Memphis. Outside of Conley, Zach Randolph, and and, and Marcus All. All right. Who do you have? You're right. So let me back up. So we're we're both in agreement that Cleveland's gonna Cleveland's gonna be the uh, Eastern Conference champions. Right. Yeah. Hundred percent. Okay. So West out of these uh, minus obviously Houston or you know Utah maybe um, not either fighting for the eighth seed. Do you have the Golden State Warriors? Repeating as Western Conference champions. I mean, as of right now, yeah, but I think the only teams that can compete with them are the Clippers and San Antonio. Um, I just, I just, and they, if you can look at the the way they've been playing, the Clippers have an edge to them. It's kind of like they feel like they know it's this year. They're angry. This year, or listen, That's it. it's going to get blown up. Something's going to happen. Yeah, yeah it's going to get blown yeah. up. Doc Rivers coaches somewhere else. Blake and CP3 leave or one leaves in via because they're both free agents. CP, CP3 to New York. Hallelujah. Yeah, but, <laughs> but if he doesn't win with the with the Clippers, does going to New York give him a better chance of winning the championship? That's what you got to think about too. Chris Paul is 12 years, 12 years in the game. So hypothetical, he leaves Blake Griffin, he leaves Jordan, he leaves Crawford, he leaves Reddick, he leaves Doc Rivers to go to Melo, to go he to Porzingis. He can go farther in the East than he does in the West. That don't that don't mean he's gonna get, get a chip. He still got LeBron out East. He, to. They got Kyrie. He, he he's gonna play Kyrie four times a year now. He's gonna be dancing. <laughs> he's gonna be dancing. He's gonna be shifting left and right. Would it be day. good if Blake goes to like like OKC and? Tag team mm. with with Westbrook. Mm. That'll be interesting. Mm. I'm not saying it it replaces Durant, but I think if you need a second star, a guy that can carry the load for you and now make you take forty shots a game and you gotta average a triple double, Blake Griffith could be that guy. But I mean I think the Clippers are playing well and I think even I think a little bit more than San Antonio right now, they they can give the Warriors a run for their money because the Clippers, what they did was they they did work to their bench, and that's been always the problem. They get they had the Lance Stevenson and Josh Smith trade before that didn't work out, but they bring in Maurice Space from Golden State. They bring in veteran like Raymond, uh, Raymond Felton. They bring these veterans to come off the bench along with Jamal Crawford, who's their been bench a, is tough. Their bench a, is tough. A multiple time six man of the year, yeah. and you still have your starting five intact. I think this is probably the best year outside of the year they lost to the Rockets. Up three one, this has got to be the year because now they have a lot of height and depth that the Warriors don't have, and I think when it comes to playoff time, if they meet up, that could be very interesting. So you're not committed to Golden State winning the Western Conference Final? I not as much as I am committed with the Cavaliers for the East. You're shameful. Like I'm sold with Cleveland. You're very disrespectful. I don't I don't know what you have against Steve Kerr. Maybe it's nothing. His, his blonde locks. Maybe you want blonde locks as well. I don't know if you. Uh, th- listen. But then my thing is, if it's Cleveland and Golden State, it, does Kevin Durant win the championship? Yes, he does. Let me tell you, bro. <laughs> bro, you don't. I'm not, I'm not mad or, den- or denying it. I, I just. Bro, <clears throat> listen. Listen. For, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, 
I didn't think D- Durant would leave OKC to go to to go to Golden State. I didn't I didn't think he would leave. For years, Skip Bayless. I, listen, I've never give Skip Bayless on first take now, and obviously on uh, Fox Sports. I've never give this guy credit because he's always talking out his ass. But the one thing I would always hear him say is Westbrook and Durant will never win a chip together. Westbrook is Batman. Durant is Robin. They do not work. One of them has to go. He was saying it for like two or three years. And even Durant was like, Skip doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. He should shut the fuck up. Literally. To his face. Lo and behold, he leaves to go to Golden State without even letting uh, Russell Westbrook know. Russell had to find out through the media. You understand what I'm saying? Now we have a team that's built. It's, a, it's an NBA team that's literally an AAU team. So, so now who's Batman on the Warriors? Is, is it still Steph Curry? Or do you think at some – like D. Wade had to relinquish his thing for LeBron. He knew, you, who, you know who – Facts. Who Alpha was. Facts. Randy, um, see, when you speak So now when, now when Durant comes to Golden State, does Curry feel like, you know, okay, I got to play the, the D. Wade role. And now KD is our LeBron. Listen, I love talking with you. Thank you for coming on my show because you are a basketball brain. Thank you, man. You are a, ba- <laughs> yeah, you are a basketball brain. Listen, the other night when they played OKC and Durant dropped thirty-seven, you could see what the you could see the exact uh, 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 strategy that Steve Kerr had. Whoever's guarding Durant is going to be tortured. How? And and that's my point. When you bring up a who's going to be Batman, who's going to be Robin, Curry's going to know this that ninety percent of the nights Durant's going to have an advantage every single time. It's going to be fun and exciting to see LeBron defend Durant and everyone else fall in line from there. It's going to be fun because they say that. LeBron is Kevin Durant's kryptonite. Right. From every game that I've seen, mm-hmm. that's what it's been. Because Kevin Durant is light in the ass, doesn't have as much weight as LeBron. LeBron pushes him around, throws him around like a little kid that he is, and it doesn't seem like Kevin has an answer for that. But he doesn't have he doesn't need see, he doesn't need to have an answer for that at this point in time. He was looking for an answer in OKC and realized these guys don't have the answer. I have the answer now, KD saying. I have a two-time MVP on the right. I have the uh, one of the best shooters in the league on the left in Klay Thompson. I have one of the best all-around players in Draymond Green, who's going to defend chances are uh, LeBron. I'm not going to defend LeBron. You, you know, you understand what I'm saying? So now you have it to where it's going to be four four players: Curry, Clay, Draymond, KD, against three players technically. Kevin Love, LeBron, and Kyrie. Who is going to win? And I put my I put my money on the four as opposed to the three. But then it comes to the bench. I f- it, it all comes down to the bench. Now I'm looking at their both benches. I'm looking at both benches. I'm not. I'm not. <clears throat> Cleveland has a better bench, in my opinion. And and I think and they have a better bench, and they have their 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 bigs are still there. Yes. Love Tom, Thompson. Tom, Thompson. I, I know yeah. they don't have Moscow, but he yes. still got Thompson there. Yes. Yeah. Um yeah. again, Richard Jefferson, Channing Fry, yeah. Mike Dunleavy, all knockdown shooters. Well not Jefferson, yeah, no, but not all, all yeah, people all, that can spread yes, the floor. Yes. 
and you look at you look at Golden State, there's no Spates, there's no Barbosa, there's no Barnes, there's no Bogut. That the, 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 all the, you name four players, they're all KD. <laughs> yeah, <And then laughs> they're all KD. You trade all that, you get KD, KD, David West, and Zaza Pachulia. I'd rather have David West, who is battle tested, who is aggressive, who wants a ring really bad. I don't know why he left San Antonio, but um. You know, wants a ring really bad, is aggressive, and doesn't back down from that. I'd rather have David West on my bench uh, replacing, uh, 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 who, who, what's the gentleman? Oh, Bogut, who just left. Even though Bogut can pass his ass off, he can pass and he can play D, and he's a seven-footer. But um, listen, the bench on Cleveland's side is better. Again, rubber match, seven-game series, East versus West, Golden State versus Cleveland. I have... Golden State winning in seven games. Seven. I'm sticking to that. Mr. Randy's not going to pick. Uh, uh, no, nah, I can't. I, I can't pick yet. It sounds nice. It sounds very nice, but I think you, you're holding on to you holding on to Blake Griffin, not snuffing somebody nah, and, and, and and breaking you, his hand. You have LeBron coming off a championship. The pressure is not there no more to win for Cleveland. That's off his back. He can go in there a little more freely, not tensed, whatever. Because if the Warriors win that NBA Finals last year, LeBron is what two and five, two and five, two and five. Yeah, I mean, and then he has to come in this year, be like, man, I lost to the Warriors twice with a full healthy roster, and I still can't beat them. This and again. Is- Things things happen. Draymond got suspended for Game Five, but Facts. Kevin Love and Kyrie got hurt the year before, so it, it it definitely evens out. And I think you might get Warriors and Cleveland at full strength both sides. Ooh, I can't wait! I can't wait! It's gonna be. So I mean, I I can't wait either. But I I, I just I to me you can't count out you can't count out LeBron. Oh, in terms and of, if they oh. beat LeBron, then it's like, hey man, all all all, all power to you. You like you you wonder. I see. Uh, I, I definitely see Kevin Durant pulling a Chris Bosh, just letting that champagne fall on him, and it's trickling in his eyes. And he's, <laughs> he's just making this moaning sound, burning oh, his oh, eyes, burning oh, his eyes. Oh, oh. <laughs> he's just bored. It. Oh, I, man. I, yeah, I, I picture a Chris Bosh moment. Absolutely. So, all right. So we got the West, we got the East, we got we got pretty much an idea. Of uh, what we're thinking, we went over the playoffs. All right, um, listen, we're we're gonna go straight to before we close. I want to get to two things before we get out of here. Um, rookie of the year and MVP. Now, rookie of the year is I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think if he keeps it up, you may not you may not look at him as a rookie. Um. I would say Joel Embiid from Philadelphia. Technically, he's still a rookie. Never played a game. He got drafted two years ago, got hurt. Now he's officially playing. If he's healthy and does what he's doing with Philadelphia, because Ben Simmons is out for the year. I don't think Brandon Ingram is going to make that impact this year. The kid done from Minnesota hasn't really been doing much. So wait, my, wait, what team's done on? Because I, I liked him. I liked him. Minnesota. Yeah, I liked him. He's not making any noise. So a lot of people that, you know, if Ben Simmons was playing, I would say Ben Simmons. But Joel Embiid 
playing playing very well so far. I don't know the numbers offhand. Yeah. But, but no, he is playing very well. Listen, seventy uh, sixers fans. Hey, Philly, what's up, y'all? Uh, to my knowledge, I believe Philly was the deciding factor. The, the state of Philly was the deciding factor. One of the deciding states for uh, Donald Trump to win the uh, election. Uh, oh yeah, that's uh, right. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. Philly, Philly, and Michigan. From what I remember, Philly, we have to have a conversation. We have to have a sit down. No, Philly, Philly came through. The other parts of Pennsylvania did not come. Oh, through. that's what it was. Right, right, right. right. The out, Philly, out suburbs, Pittsburgh suburbs. came through. So copy. copy. We, we have to have a discussion. Out of right. The two one five, we have to have discussion. <laughs> two one five, we have to have discussion. But I, I want to say, um, listen, with Joel B playing very well, um, Mr. Jalil Okafor may be expendable. He may want to either him or Noel. We don't. Listen, the Knicks don't want Noel. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just put that right out there. We don't want a guy who can't play any offense. Mm-hmm. Um, Joel, the Warriors will take him. L- yeah. Jalil Okafor, come on down to the Knicks. We'll, we will welcome you with open arms, add you to the bench. It doesn't seem like you're having fun. You haven't had fun since last year. You're punching fans out. You're frustrated. You went to Duke, and you're used to winning. You know what's crazy? Every player can be linked to, 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 the, to New York. Oh, man, and Davis can't win a game. What if the Knicks got Anthony Davis? Oh, DeMarcus Cousins got an attitude problem. What if we trade Melo <laughs> for DeMarcus? Everything is every everybody. Chris Paul, you you're you're unhappy. You can't make, you, you can't get out of the second round. You, you want to ring? Melo, Porzingis, Chris Paul. Everybody's linked to the Knicks, and and Knicks can't get everybody. No, they can't. All right, so we 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 went on. So Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid. I I'll take Joel Embiid. That that that. I mean, he's he's gonna have the the super duper mm. green light. Yeah. So yeah, we'll take him. And last but not least, most valuable player. I think it comes down to three people. LeBron's always gonna be in the mix. That's a, that's a given. Whether he wins it or not, he's always going to be in the top three, top it's a four. It's a um, the Durant Curry kind of cancel. Uh, they cancel each each other out, um, depending on who does more work. So one of them is going to be up there. I don't think both. I think maybe Durant more than Curry. Um, and I would say Harden and Westbrook. If you want to throw in the sleeper. Just for argument's sake, um, I say Lillard. I, I'm telling you, like this, you know, I, I've, I wasn't a fan at first, but oh, just, but at first, at first, I, at first, I loved but him. then seeing him, oh, I loved him right out, of, right out, of, right out of right out of college. The I loved him. the progression and he, he's doing this in the Western Conference too, and they're winning. Well, what Weber State, I, I, I'm a because of all the basketball I've played and, and watched, I'm I'm pretty good at like watching maybe. Five to ten minutes of a player and realizing, okay, he's he's legit. So I mean, going back just a little bit, I mean, I um, I saw uh, John Wall in high school. I was like, yeah, he doesn't in college. I saw um, uh, Bledsoe. It's like he doesn't like Bled crazy Bledsoe uh, Bledsoe in uh, Phoenix. I saw him play. Right. I was like, he's he's legit. So when I saw Weber State tapes, I said, oh, he's bored. This is this is he's he's legit. Even McCullough. When I saw uh, that from Portland, right? Oh, McCollum. McCollum, McCollum yeah. yeah. When I saw a tape from him, he, he went to uh, was it Colgate? Forget the forget the college he went to. I don't know if it's Colgate. Yeah, I forgot too. But he, well, I saw one tape. 
him in college, I said, oh, yeah, he's an NBA player. He's going to be legit. So but when you say Lillard, listen, it's a two-horse race. Okay? Okay, buddy? Two horses. Two horses. It's LeBron and it's KD. It's two horses. That's it. Not, you, not Harden, not Westbrook? And let me explain to you why, good sir. All right, go ahead. Are you from the school of it doesn't matter what their record is? Because No, but it, it – because we're gonna we're, we're establish that Cleveland and OKC gonna have be, they're gonna have better records than Harden's team, which is Houston, Westbrook's team, which is OKC, and Lillard's team, which is Portland. But I think they'll be in consideration regardless. You, you, you gotta, You'll get two votes. God bless you. So if if Westbrook gets damn near triple double, wins fifty games in his third in the West, fourth in the Western Conference, he 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 can't win it. OKC won't be fourth in the conference. They'll be six, between six and eight. And based on the record, even if he hmm, he has he would if he averaged a triple double at the end of the se- well, end of the season when they when they vote for the MVP. Mm. If he averages, I would give it to him. If you have because we haven't had a player average that since Oscar Robinson, right? Right. So that's not an easy task to do every single night, back-to-back games. 82 games, average triple-double, I'll give it to him. But, again, very, I don't think Harden's going to be able to do it, triple-double. Because, again, it's a long season, 82 games. So, again, two-horse race. LeBron and Durant. LeBron and Durant. And um, I don't know. I can't pick this one. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm not even going to touch it. I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, it's going to be a very interesting year in terms of the MVP uh, award. Very. I mean, but again, LeBron is Shaq. Every year can go there. Every year it could have went to Shaq and it didn't. So every year, literally, it could go to LeBron and it doesn't. So hey, even Michael never won every year. And he, you would think Michael Jordan is the best player in the league, the greatest of all time. Carmelo won it. David Robinson won it. Charles Barkley won it. <laughs> Listen. I mean, you, you mentioned those their year, those years that they won it. They were all world. Like, oh yeah, yeah, they were legit. But it, Michael, Michael was still averaging but thirty. Michael's best Michael. record in, in 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 the Eastern Conference. Michael was Michael. I get it. Michael. But I get it. Carl Malone had a great year. David Robinson had that one great year. The 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 times where Jordan were, was retired, Olajuwon um, had two two good seasons. Barkley had a great nineteen ninety three year. So, I mean, I get it, but I think I can go your route of LeBron and, De- and Kevin Durant, but I think don't overlook. Unless they fizzle out and they fade out and they don't win, then you can cancel Harden and Westbrook out. But I think that right there, Westbrook already has in his mind. I want to show people that I can win without Kevin Durant. I can bring my team to a playoff berth and not just a five, six, seven, eight. I want to. He wants to prove that he can have them get home court. And if he does that, you got to sit back and say, man, like he may not win it, but damn, he's gonna get a lot of votes, a lot of consideration from it. Yeah, he'll get he'll get consideration. Uh, he'll get some consideration. But this is again, this NBA season is probably this particular season in general has probably been. Uh, uh, I'm I'm more excited about this season. Um, different changes, different rules, different uh, you know faces, people moving around uh, with these trades. So I'm. Excited! This season should be great. Um, Randy, I want to thank you for coming on the Famous Report. This is the NBA edition with Randy from the Hoops in the Sun tournament. He's a co-CEO now. Um, do you usually start the tournament every year around the same time? 
Oh, uh, we, we usually start the first week of June. I know that sounds early to a lot of people. School is still in session, but um, we tend to finish up mid-August, so we have 10 weeks of games. Um, and it's only on Saturdays and Sundays, so that's why we start a little early. Um, weather permitting, we're, we're always at Orchard Beach in the Bronx. Um, come check us out. Year number 18, um, hoopsinthesun.net and at hoopsinthesun on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. So um, probably around February, March, we should know what's going on, maybe even April. So come check us out and uh, we'll let you know what's going on. Awesome, Randy. Thank you so much for TFR. Once again, famous reports. Denicio Del Toro here talking shop with Randy from Hoops in the Sun, the CEO of the Hoops in the Sun uh, tournament out in Orchard Beach, the Bronx. I thank him once again. I thank you for listening. Uh, please, we have our episodes up on SoundCloud. We have them up on iTunes. We have them up on Google Play. Please uh, comment, discuss, share, forward, retweet, do what you uh, do, and I'll follow up with you next week. I'll holla.